0: federal government to come in and really tie school nutrition and school lunch programs to this radical ideology is is terrifying and it's appalling. The changes that the the Biden administration is making to the the school lunch program, um, which essentially amounts to the Biden administration holding states and local school districts hostage with school lunch money that goes to, you know, underprivileged youth in order to pass transgender non-discrimination policies, as they call them. And you know this means that if a school does not create a policy that allows biological boys to use a girl's bathroom or locker room or facilities and vice versa, then they would have their funding pulled for this school lunch program. How big is the scope of this program? It's going to apply to all government schools. It's also going to apply to any private schools Um, that may take advantage of this lunch program. When you're looking at the USDA press release and the USDA press release essentially telling local school districts what they must do and how they must operate is a vast overreach of federal power in what should be very local. Uh, You know, it is clear what they are trying to do here, which is a federal takeover of school systems throughout the country based on this radical gender ideology. I honestly have no idea how providing nutrition to children and providing food to children in schools is somehow connected to transgender policies or you know gender policies. It, it makes absolutely no sense to me. What we see here is the Biden administration using children as pawns in this social justice gender ideology game that they are playing. They are literally putting kids' health right there at the center, and saying, "Listen, if you guys want want these school lunches, if you want funding to feed children, you're going to have to do exactly what we say." Despite the fact that, you know, I, I would suggest a large segment, a vast majority of parents, do not want girls using boys' bathrooms and vice versa. Do not want boys playing in girls' sports, and and you know they simply. Do not approve of these, it's absolutely hypocritical. I mean, they, you know, they discuss equity uh, nonstop in the Biden administration, in several states, but in reality, if you wanna talk about equity or equal opportunity, as I would prefer, the best way to do that is to make sure that every child has the opportunity to succeed. And one way to do that is to make sure that they are properly fed. But instead instead of focusing on excellence in education, instead of focusing on making sure that students from all areas, regardless of their zip code, are provided for and have that opportunity, they are focusing on a small subset of the population. And they're essentially trying to radicalize schools to the great disadvantage of children that need the most help in order to succeed. Quite frankly, I think what the Biden administration doing, is doing here is gonna be subject to significant legal challenges. I mean, they are going to find themselves in litigation over these issues for years, perhaps until um, you know the end of Biden's term. And so, you know, it's really, it's stunning just how aggressively and how, unabashedly, the Biden administration is, you know, violating all principles of federalism and essentially demanding that schools implement policies that are arguably unconstitutional.
1: Welcome to Carolina Conservatives. We are Preachers with a Punch. My name is Dr. Nathan Street. And I'm Pastor Alan
2: Mashburn. Thank you for joining us again today. We're going to deal with a topic. Big Bully Biden. Boy, isn't he trying to get big for his britches lately. I'm telling Uh. you. uh, The headline is, Biden administration holding school lunch money hostage to force transgender policies,
1: so say the parents. Hmm. So let let me just take a moment to talk about the school lunch program very quickly, because this is something a lot of people don't understand what happens with school lunch programs. So... Everyone who, if you have 40% of your school, just 40%, not 50, 40% of the school that qualifies for free or reduced lunch, then the whole school gets free or reduced lunch. The whole school gets it. Just 40% gets the whole school, even if your child can afford it. If your school gets forty percent, which then makes it what's called Title I, mm-hmm. then everybody in the school due to the CEP program gets that gets that. So now now if your district has bought into that, if your district does follow the CEP program, then you then your every school, every child in there gets <laughs> free lunch. So every single school district, Pastor, this is something everybody needs to understand. Every single school district is subsidized by the federal government for the lunch program, for school nutrition program. It is a federal program within the school system. And so everyone needs to understand that it is always in the red. Every single school lunch program is always in the red. We as taxpayers subsidize these programs through the federal government And the lunch is horrible. The kids don't want it. They are forced to take it. And most of the time, even if they bring their own lunch, they're forced to take the school lunch. And they take it and throw it in the garbage can most of the time. So it's just a total big waste of food. I had to do this before in the summer where I had to go get from school nutrition, had to get the lunches for students that we had summer programs, and I had to force them go through the line, and they had to take every single component, every single component of the lunch. They had to take it, even if they didn't want it. And they would look at me and say, but I don't want that. And I say, you got to take it anyhow. They literally picked it up and dropped it in the trash can. It is such a boondoggle. It is such a waste of resources and a waste of food. And that's our federal government, ladies and gentlemen. So when Biden's saying that he's going to withhold money for these lunch programs that's what that's what he's withholding money from now there are some children pastor who who really depend on this because they don't get food at home they don't eat at home so they really depend on this lunch so essentially biden is saying you either do what we say do and you you do you you call you know you do what 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 the government wants you to do or we don't let poor children eat yeah the headline here
2: No lunch for poor kids unless schools allow boys in the girls' restroom. Um, Fox News. Biden administration is using lunch money to hold school districts hostage. That's the head of a conservative advocacy group. And here's here's the whole premise. Department of Agriculture's announcement that it would require certain schools to allow trans students to use the bathroom of their preferred gender. Requires certain schools to allow trans students to use the restroom of their preferred gender or their preferred pronoun, which can change
1: every day. Every day, minute by minute. So uh, this is just inviting trouble. Yeah. Isn't it, though, isn't it deliciously ironic that it's the Department of Agriculture (laughs) that is saying something about gender and sex Aren't that did didn't they grow up on a farm or something? Don't they know that there are boy cows? There are and there no are girl no cows.
2: people that grew up on farms these days. These idiots literally think everything just comes from the grocery store and they store it back in the storage facilities and
1: it grows out of water. I mean, really. An immaculate conception apparently happens, and that's how calves are born and, and piglets are born and all, because there's no such thing as gender or sex anymore.
2: And the Biden administration says in its announcement, this is a push toward, and I quote, equity and fairness, end mm-hmm. of quote. How many times do we have to hear the word
1: equity? So, to, so our listeners understand, there is a difference between equity and... And equality. Yes. We support equality, that everyone is given the equal opportunity to do well, that that's important. The nation was built on equality. Every man was created, is created equal. And you have the same ability to start at the beginning, but equity takes it on the back end. Back end. It's a socialist Marxist principle that we need to manipulate the situation for people so that everyone ends exactly the same. Mm -hmm. We do that in schools. It's it's very ironic, again, that this is appearing in schools. And by the way, your teachers and your principals and your superintendents, they preach equity all day long, every day, so this is something that is hammered all the time. But it's very interesting that we talk about this in schools because schools most of the time are working to get kids who are low performing up to the middle while they bring kids who are high performing down to the middle because those high-performing kids, they mess up the normal distribution curve, and so they want to make sure that everybody ends up in the middle, they all got the same thing, they all end the same way, they all have the same funds, they all have the same learning, they all have the same grades, everybody has the same, which is exactly what socialism is all about. I'm shocked that they even still have the AP programs. Uh, They they, they have those AP and honors programs, but here's what. What they're doing with them now. A lot of school districts are getting rid of them. A lot of them have already done that. They're getting rid of them. But the reason why uh, what the, some of the things that they're doing now is they want to ensure every child gets into an AP or honors program. Well, then it ceases to be AP and honors. I mean, it's just that's the nature of it. If Why have AP and honors? If, if that's the way everyone should be teaching from the beginning in every class, there's no need for it. But That's, you know, that's the dilution that is happening. Okay, now according
2: to uh, a publication called The Center Star, or excuse me, The Center Square, they say, and they quote, this means that schools around the country will be forced to comply with a range of transgender policies in things like sports, housing, locker rooms, and bathrooms if they want to continue receiving federal funds for lunch and other programs. Now, wait a minute. I thought the Biden administration just two weeks ago cared about children. Mm. I thought that the Congress, the Democrats, the leftists cared about children. Yeah, aren't they the caring ones? They're supposed to be the caring yeah, ones. Yeah, they do the work of the Lord. Yes. Mm. And so mm. now they're saying if you don't allow Boys and girls to basically commingle. Mm-hmm. I don't give a flip about your mental deficiency and your delusion. Right. And listen, we don't have trans kids. We went through the public school system. Uh, we didn't have transgender kids. Mm-mm. Let me tell you what we have. We have kids, children that are impressionable. Right. And then we have abusers. Yes. And that's what we have. Yes. Now, Listen. You're going to take this and say you're not getting federal funding unless you promote this garbage Mm -hmm. and call it equity and
1: inclusion.
2: In fact, every system has their own little equity and
1: inclusiveness director. They do, yes diversity equity and inclusion DEI programs are in just about every single school system and they are all Marxist and we've seen it I mean they they teach CRT they teach Marxist principles they teach socialism they teach equity so here's the thing that that I really just really gets in my crawl about this is we talking about equity let's let's go with equity let's go with it all right so if we go with equity then um, why are we really giving the transgender kids everything? I mean, they are they're put on a pedestal, and and everybody else has to bend to them. So it is apparently is that we are actually setting the transgender up. As the idol, it's the thing, it's the model that we should follow. Everybody else is just (coughs) typical, normal, and boring, and blah. But the transgender, that's exciting. So we're going to make sure that they have everything they need. So if we were truly going to follow equity, then we should create bathrooms just for transgender kids. Mm -hmm. And just the transgender kids can only access those bathrooms or those locker rooms or whatever because – that's what Title Nine was all about. Title Nine was a government a government program that ensured that if you build a one million dollar baseball stadium for a boys' baseball team, you have to go build a one million dollar stadium for the girls' softball team too. No matter if they don't get ten percent of the audience in that stadium that the boys baseball team that doesn't matter but we've got to build exactly the same thing for the girls teams as we do the boys teams which there is some legitimacy to that i think ensure that our girls get what they're supposed to get too so if title is in existence that we make sure that we have equality across the board then why are we not building baseball stadiums for transgender uh kids Hmm. and maybe we should have transgender softball teams and maybe transgender wrestling teams—just the transgenders wrestle the transgenders. You know, how about that? If we're going to equitize everything, this is how insane this is. I'm, and I'm playing—you know—I'm being facetious here, folks. But this is how insane that we have gotten with this.
2: Well, sounds being yeah, you're being facetious, but uh, it brings up the thought: if we're going to be, uh, you, if we're going to exercise equality, mm-hmm. we would be going that route. We would be. But we're not, because it's not about that. It's not about it. It's about equity on the back end, everything uh, going to hell in a handbasket, basically. Right. Right. Because uh, we're we're supporting something that will totally tear down the populace, the citizenry, the country, Mm -hmm. the nuclear family. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just totally going against it. Perversion, and I'll be yeah, perversion. And I'll be honest with you. When I, you know, when I run for governor in twenty thirty two, Mark robinson's is running in twenty twenty four, and uh, I'm going to give him eight years. Yeah, good. Okay. And uh, if if we like that, by the we, way, we love Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, great friend, great mm-hmm. man. Um, and if but if he hadn't taken care of everything in those eight years, when I run in twenty twenty two. I'm going to call DeSantis when he's in a nursing home. And, and we're going to get some good advice on how to fire each one of these directors of inclusive, include what did you say?
1: Diversity, just call it? equity, and inclusion. Yeah. DEI. And we're going to fire you, basically. Yep. yep. Uh, because we don't need you. No, because you know what? I think we need to exercise our own <laughs> equity program. And our own equity program is this, that if every DEI director isn't paid exactly the same amount of money, no matter where they are, that's not equitable. Exactly. And so the best thing to do is to ensure they all get paid the same. Zero dollars. You're gone. Bye-bye. And somebody's going to say who's on the other side,
2: these guys are nuts. Yep, that's how we found out that you have to deal with nutty people. That's right. It just sounds dumb, and it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, got a, you've got a shell of a president who yes. is in the Oval, who is being a puppet. Yes. And he is coming out, who is someone else is orchestrating this and behind, and he's saying, if you don't push this transgender agenda – you're going to lose federal funding. Yeah, That's totally against the very message and nature of the Constitution of the United States.
1: Well, and it just goes to show, too, where the priorities lie. It's not in education. It's not in ensuring children have what they need to be successful. It's not ensuring that children have food to eat, because there are children who need this, who need that lunch program to eat. And it's even given during the summer in most school districts, too. It's not about that. It's about focusing on 2% of less than 2% of the population really who identifies transgender and elevating them to this godlike status in their minds. And you're exactly right. This whole administration, it is laughable. It is laughable when you've got an 80-year-old man who can't who can't stay awake all day long who is suffering from sundowners you know he's he gets he gets a little messed up around four or five o'clock folks if you don't put him in his bed with his pacifier and his bottle of warm milk you know he gets a little messed up and starts find, trying to stumble around and find his way out. And so you've got this—you've got this person who is trying to bully people around. When you touch him, he'll probably break. Mm-hmm. I mean, folks, it, this is this is the the nature of of how insane and how utterly ridiculous that we have found ourselves. And then here. you have the laughing hyena. Oh yes, the cackling hen. Oh, by the way, it was just
2: announced, and I know this is off topic, but since we're dealing with the administration of the laughable people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just announced that she's now going to run and
1: revive the disinformation board. Oh, yeah. It's an Internet Safety Commission or something or other. They yeah. just renamed it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I hope yeah. she
2: does such a good job just like she did down at the border.
1: Oh, yeah. That, that border is fixed, 100%. <laughs> 100% fixed that border is. I mean, really. And she didn't even show up at it. That's yeah. how good she is. Yep. She didn't even have to show up at the border to completely fix it. Yep. She's great. She's uh, great Superwoman. She's great. She's awesome. Kamala Harris, you are superwoman. I hope we all grow up to be like you one day because you are just – you know, you, you, you click your heels together so well. Yeah. <laughs> Just so well.
2: <laughs> You're Mary Poppins. You're great. You're great. What a wonderful woman. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Biden goes on to say that this order will – he specifically signed it in Pride Month, and we've already – Oh, of course. Ugh. Mm. But it instructs the Biden administration to protect the LGBT youth – From conversion therapy Mm. and a physical or emotional treatment used to change an individual's same-sex attraction or gender
1: identity. I I don't want us to brush over this conversion therapy, what they're calling conversion therapy. Mm. Do you all realize, I hope our audience realizes this, that what they term as conversion therapy, what falls in that category is a trans as a child who is who is really struggling with gender dysphoria who who is maybe battling with these these sinful thoughts and these sinful feelings that 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 child coming to his or her pastor and saying this to their pastor and asking for help and that pastor giving that help is now in violation of this order from the from the government because that would be deemed as conversion therapy this order from king biden from king biden that you can't go to your pastor and your pastor can't tell you give you the word of god and tell you ha- try to help you to navigate through this and to separate yourself from this sin because of that That's conversion therapy, and they want to protect children from those evil pastors who are trying to help them convert. He's quoted as saying he urged federal agencies to guarantee that
2: federally funded programs do not provide conversion therapy, which which he called dangerous. Mm. He also called for increased public awareness about the harms and risks the treatment has on LGBT youth and their families. Children are impressionable. Yes, When a child comes to you and they have a question, they're looking for affirmation. They're looking for truth. They're looking for guidance. Their mind is like a sponge. They're ready to soak up everything. So that's why it's so important that what you put in front of that child, what you give, is wholesome, is is pure, is based on the Word of God, and we know everybody's not going to do that but it has to be pure it has to be wholesome and so when a question comes in a child's mind usually it's put there by someone yes right and it's they've made an impression on that child and that child starts to question and that child starts to doubt so uh harm, harmful and dangerous no this is harmful and dangerous yes this is causing uh, dysphoria. This is causing mental illness. This is causing the psychologist to have a job. And, and the order will also expand access to family counseling. Well, of course they're going to need family counseling. Of course
1: they will. I mean, folks, we've got these children who are now growing up and these in their early 20s getting a gun and going and killing, uh, killing people, mass murdering people. And it all comes back to this. And we blame the gun. We blame the gun, and, but it all comes back to this, because we are fostering in children this idea of you live in a fantasy world. You can be whatever you want to be. If you yep. want to be the unicorn today, you can be that. If you want to be, be a frog today, you can be that. If you want to be a girl or a boy or whatever, you can be that. So then they take that to the next level. And then they go and they act out a fantasy of shooting up and killing everybody. And that's the reason why it's, it is a, a trickle-down effect. It is something that continually happens. It is a progression. And when we create these mental illnesses amongst our children, those mental illnesses continue to foster and we continue to support that and feed those mental illnesses, this is why we end up with mass murdering. Absolutely. You're feeding it. Yes. You're, you're planting. You're sowing the seed of it. And
2: then it, you're, you have hypocrisy in it that we're going to give them access to family counseling. You're the problem. You're the cause of this garbage, and you're dismantling the country from the inside. And most of these counseling
1: sessions, by the way, that the schools do are apart from the parents. They don't even let the parents know that they're sending their children to counseling, folks. That is a medical decision, by the way. Mm-hmm. When you go to see a therapist or a psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever, that is a medical, uh, that is a medical process that happens. Mm-hmm. So schools are usurping the authority of the parents and keeping the parents in the dark, so that they can send mm-hmm. these children to these family therapists. Who are just going to continue to support them and feed that mental illness because they're afraid not to because they might lose that job or they might be called a racist or a bigot or a homophobe or a transphobe or whatever phobe that there is now. They're going to be called that and they don't want to be called that. So they just continue to feed that.
2: Yeah. So uh, what I gather from this administration and from uh, much of the, all of the left, is they don't want you shooting
1: children, but it's okay to starve them. That's exactly right. Yeah. They're pawns. That's right. It is, it is. It's all a big game, mm-hmm. so that they can stay in power. That's what it's all about, folks. With these politicians, and I will say, some on, on both sides of the aisle here. Oh, now. absolutely. I'm so sick of rhinos. Oh, rhinos are horrible. Your Mitt Romneys, your Lindsey Graham's, your Lisa Murkowski's, your Susan Collins's, your Tom Tillis's, your Richard Byrd's. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's time for y'all to either grow up. And and get and and actually stand for the people that you were, that put you in office, or get out. I mean, one of the two, and stand for us. And so you know, so you've got these people on both sides that all they care about is getting and maintaining their power, and they'll step on and use whoever they've got to do it to con- continue to maintain that power.
2: Absolutely. They'll Even if do. it's children, it's vicious. It's just uh, it's vicious. So. Um, to tell the, the, the school system we're going to withhold lunch money? Really? Yeah. Uh, are you a bully? <laughs> yeah. Are we going back to grade school? Are yeah. we just robbing kids of lunch money? I mean, grow
1: up. Give me your lunch money, or I'm going to take you out back, and I'm going to beat you. Either you say you use the pronoun of the, of the student's choice, or we're not going to feed you. Yeah. I mean, that's just where, we, where, where it has come to. And let me tell you something about these pronouns. I am so sick and tired of hearing about pronouns. It is I want to puke every time somebody talks about, or I see it on their little their little announcements, their little oh, on signatures on their media. emails. That's so stupid. That hey. His, her, his, he, he, I can't even get it right now because it's so it's so confusing. Her, her, hers, she, hers. That's what it is. She, hers, and him, his. You know, get over yourself. It's stupid, idiotic. Now listen, let, let's just. Let me just put it out there. Okay, if you are a man and you want to put on a dress and a wig and makeup and jewelry, and you want to and you want to act like a woman, in this country you still have the right to do that. Constitution guarantees you, guarantees you even to be stupid. You yeah, that's exactly right. You can be dumb and you can act that way. Let me just say this though, please. If you're going to try to dress like a woman, at least try to look like one.
2: Yeah, shave. Shave
1: Shave your legs, your armpits, whatever. You know, try to at least look like a woman. And then second of all, uh, even though you've got the right to do that, you don't have the right to come back to us and say, we don't have the right to tell you that's a sin and to tell you that's wrong and that we don't have the right to keep you from walking in front of our children yeah. and acting that way in front of our children when you like to wear short mini skirts and no underwear on underneath you know yeah. we know what you're really all about you're hoping someone sees the meat and tooth veg yeah. i mean i'm just saying it you know you're hoping that the children actually see that you're a pervert you're a pervert that's 100% what it is it is a perverted a perversion it is a perverted mindset but You've got the right to do that. You've got the right. If you're a man and you want to go and have a sexual relationship with a man, if you're a woman, you want to have a sexual relationship with a woman, you've got the right to do that. You, again, don't have the right to tell us and force us to stay quiet about it. We have the right to tell you it's a sin And you don't have the right, though, to go into our schools and preach that that's normal and that that's an okay thing for our children to do and the thing for them to do. You don't have the right to do that. And teachers, you don't have the right to tell our children that being homosexual is normal. You don't have the right to do that. You shouldn't be talking about sexual issues, period. Whether it's heterosexual issues or homosexual issues, you don't have the right to talk about that. Period. Going back in time,
2: I didn't even know that my kindergarten, first grade, second grade teachers were even married. Yeah. They didn't talk about their personal life. Why? Because they had a job to do. They cared about their children. They cared about their students. They taught exactly what they were supposed to teach. And I walked out of there not understanding perversion, but I understood math. I understood English. I was taught what I was supposed to, to be taught. Adding to what Dr. Street just said, you don't have the right to think that I'm going to buy into your delusion. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not going to address you by your stupid pronouns. (laughs) I'm going to address you by Mr. or Mrs., Mm -hmm. whatever I assume that you are. Mm -hmm. And you have every right to correct me. I'm not trying to violate your rights, but you're not going to violate mine.
1: That's exactly right. Now,
2: the Constitution gives you the right to sin. The Constitution gives you the right to choose to be whatever you want to be it guarantees you the right to do things dumb Mm -hmm. but this does
1: not amen
2: and so this is the word of god and we're going to stand on this there's two documents that i care for deeply and that is the word of god and the constitution of the united states i will not discriminate against anyone who lives in this country or anywhere else in the world for anything that they say or believe. Right. But I won't buy into their delusion. That's right. So stop pushing it down my throat. Stop pushing it down the children's throat. If you
1: want to be a pervert, go home and be one. And President Biden, listen, if you by chance hear this or you have somebody that's listening because I'm not sure that you would understand what we're saying anyhow, and you're probably asleep by now. But if you are happen to be listening to this, let me just say this to you. Be the president and stop worrying about social issues. How about focusing on inflation? How about focusing on gas prices? Because we're at the highest gas prices known to this nation ever. We're at the worst inflation levels we've ever seen. Economists are saying that we are headed for a recession. We're going off a cliff. We've got violence everywhere. We don't have enough police officers to handle all the violence that's happening in the streets. We want to talk about school shootings, but we don't want to talk about the, the 50 or so that happen in Chicago every single night. You know, So why don't you be the president and stop trying to be the nanny, stop trying to be the bully, and say, I'm not gonna feed kids unless you do what we say to do. That's not your responsibility. That's not your right. The government of the United States exists because we the people allow it to exist. And you have your position because we the people allow you to have your position. Not for much longer, buddy. Amen. So you better understand and you better start doing what what you better start getting on your knees and start asking the Lord for his direction. Because yes, I pray for President Biden. I hope the Lord saves the man, and I hope the Lord re- will will restore his mind back to him so that he can actually start leading the nation the way it sh- hopefully the way it should be. Uh, Dr. Street, you
2: are a brilliant man. <laughs> but you don't understand. Gas prices cannot go down and be cheaper and you Push the need for electric cars. Oh, that's right. Yes, and it's Putin's fault. That's right. It's Russia. A world Russia, and Russia, a half away, It's Putin's fault. Mm. The man's getting blamed for the last ten years for something. For something. Yeah. And uh, he's just over there laughing. You know, he's very popular because we talk about him all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. But folks, <laughs> it's, it goes back to the same old adage. Everybody wants to pack the bu- pass the buck. Nobody wants to take. Nobody wants to own the situation. Right. Listen, the common denominator in everything that we're going through in America right now is not Putin. No. It's Joe Biden. Yeah, that's right. And so um yeah, he has got to go. And and to think that he has uh the think that he could run again uh in twenty twenty four at his laughable. age, it just can't do it. And and folks, we're not trying to be mean as far as his age. Um but it's it's so difficult not to, because when you have someone like this, and he's been like this for fifty years, mm-hmm. it's not just his age. Uh, I've watched the man all my life. He's been dumb a long time. Yeah, he's been in it for quite a, <laughs> I mean, quite a long time. Um, it's just it's really sad. It projects weakness to the world, right? In America, and so we need to really pray for our country. We must pray and lift up our leaders. I'm telling you, one of the hardest things to do is to pray for our leaders who are in direct violation of the word. Yes. Uh, It's easy to pray at them. It's easy to have a shotgun approach in prayer, but it is most difficult to pray for them and to be thoughtful in that prayer for them. But that's exactly what
1: the scripture tells us to do. That's exactly right. And I'll leave, I know we're coming to a close, and I'll leave with this. That it's got to be mighty discouraging to the cackling hen that a man that has no brain left is polling better than her. I'm just going to say. That's just the truth. Well, honestly, I thought she would be already sworn in by now. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Watch your back, President Biden, because she's got grand designs. Folks, thanks so much for joining us with Carolina Conservatives. We are preachers with a punch. Thanks to the Carolina Conservatives Network for sponsoring us. Join with us so that we can get this word out. Sponsor us and, and endorse us share the podcast with everybody share Absolutely. the video with everybody put it on your facebook put it on your social media send it to president biden and the cackling hen vice president harris we would love for you for them to see what we just talked about
2: and if we don't show up next week you'll know that they found us they found us the if FBI. you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything y'all have a great day amen bye bye